0: you're listening to the rossa report where information is power and knowledge is freedom now your host michael
1: rossa welcome back to another podcast today we are going to talk with brian netherfield aka teach from teach photography teach has been a long time staple in the southeastern wisconsin music scene shooting band photography as well as high school portraits and wedding photography But his specialty is live band photography, including his longtime stint with a titan of this industry, The Toys, for many, many years. Teach is going to share his knowledge and his advice on what bands should look for in photography. And also share some tips for you guys who are looking for high school senior portraits and as well as wedding photography. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Brian Netterfield of Teach Photography. Welcome, my friend.
0: Thanks for having me, buddy.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So um, I wanted to talk with you on this podcast episode. Obviously, you have a long, long tenure as a photographer in the Milwaukee scene, and you have uh, done a lot of work in a lot of different areas. So I think you you can give a a lot of people a lot of value in a bunch of different areas of photography, and we can kind of get into all those different things. So let's start it off with where where did you become Where do when did you get the photo bug? When did you get bit by the photo bug?
0: Uh, I think in high school, uh, I just just playing around. You know, you get a new phone or something like that. When phones first came out, um, playing around with it and you know sending messages back and forth with friends. And then I was always trying to like get silly pictures of my friends that I could use for like blackmail or something against them. You know, just doing stupid <laughs> stuff. And I just kind of like just kind of fell in love with just like capturing memories and stuff, uh, you know, just with cameras. So,
1: so then how well what, what age were you at at, at this time? Uh,
0: this had to have been about, I'm, I'm guessing 95, 96 range. So, oh, okay. I, yeah, so I was kind of, I graduated in 96. So getting up there, you know, we got the same birthday, you and I.
1: <laughs> we sure do. We sure yeah, do. So just. just
0: Yeah, just just kind of hanging out with friends, and then started taking like pictures, just screwing around with friends at at going to see a band. You know, started with the band The Toys, and then started sending the pictures to uh, the lead singer, to Gino Gino Cavelli, and he liked what he saw and said, "Hey, why don't you join the band?" And you know, twenty six years later or whatever, I'm still messing around.
1: (laughs) Sure. When you first started photography you were you were just taking pictures of friends you said
0: just friends and then i'd go out to the like some of the shows and take pictures just for fun though it wasn't it was just you know just to kind of recap the fun night you know just kind of like build memories
1: sure and you were just you weren't hired by anyone you're just t- nope. taking it and just trying to gain experience and and take different pictures and kind of look back at them and see what you're doing well and what you're not doing well
0: Correct. Yeah. And just kind of like getting honest feedback from some other people too. Like uh, I looked up to at the time that the toys were using a photographer named Corey Zimmerman, uh, who still does work with the toys, I believe, and other bands. And he's got all his projects. He's Corey's very talented. So I always looked up to him and his work and how professional he was and how clean his pictures were and everything. So I kind of like, he was like the guy that I was like trying to kind of be like.
1: For sure. And I think that's what I think people are going to see as this podcast evolves is that that's what I'm really trying to do with this podcast is to bring on people who have experience and then let others who are looking for experience learn from them. Because that's what I do. Obviously, that's what you've done. And I think most people who are successful in any field, they do look to someone else who is already successful and learn from them.
0: Yeah, that that's pretty much how I did it, too. I just I was... Just trying, trying to better the craft as you go along. And obviously, equipment changes through the years. You know, the, the better equipment you can buy and afford, you know, the better outcome you can get to. So I'm sure you, you're aware of that with instruments. You know, you get what you Absolutely. pay for.
1: Absolutely. So in the early days of the photography world, this was at a very early stage of the Facebook and the MySpace. So mm-hmm. it wasn't as easy for people to post pictures in the, like they used to. Or like they could now, correct?
0: Correct. And I, I have lots of pictures still saved because because you know, my day job, I'm a school teacher. That's why everyone calls me teach. That's but right. I have everything backed up and I look at some of my old pictures. They're so grainy and so bad, you know, and I look at them now and I'm like, oh my God. And I posted those. They're horrible. But at the time those were considered, you know, decent. You know, so things have
1: changed. So. Right. And I think we all do that. We look back at how we did things in the past and that and then as you as you learn from other people, you get better at what you do and you change some sure. things and then you you become better at doing whatever it is you do. And then you look back and like, wow, I can't believe I did that. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That true. So at some point you're taking pictures just for experience and trying to uh, get better at your craft. And so you're taking pictures of bands And so then you would send these pictures to some of the band members say, hey, you know, here's some photos I took. Because some people do that for the now sometimes. Hey, you know, here's some photos we took. If you want to use them, great. If not, that's fine, too. So you did this with uh, other bands and then eventually the toys?
0: Yeah, I I pretty much started it with the Toys. Just started sending them to like to Gino and Gino used to if, if you know Gino like like I know Gino, everybody knows Gino. He's he's very entertaining. He's a lot of fun, great guy and he used to every time we'd go out with our friends, we'd all go out to go see the Toys and he'd always in the microphone say the teachers in the house, the teachers in the house. So that's how like I got the nickname Teach is from him. And uh-huh. then eventually, you know, sending the pictures to him and the band would use a few on the websites here and there and Gino kind of pulled me under his wing and said, hey, why don't you, you know, work with us? And then, you know, through the years, you know, different band members changed. We had another Brian in the band, you know, there's Brian Merlin and Brian McLaughlin. And Gino's like, you know what, you're Teach and you're BMAC. So because every time they'd call Brian, we'd all look and like it would be confusing. So that's kind of fun, you know, so kind of neat, kind of fun stories through the years.
1: So, so as you're working, the you become the the pretty much their dedicated photographer. At some point, you're you're the dedicated guy who does pretty much all their shows.
0: Correct. I worked all their shows, and then I was also for many years the stage manager. So we we had like a J- Jimmy Knapp, the guy who ran the band. Um, he had like a whole sheet of things that I would go and find the festival buyer or the owner and question them and fill it all out. And who's here tomorrow? Any drink specials? Any, you know, any uh, chicken dinner tomorrow night or something like that? And then we would give that sheet to our uh, the DJ of, of the band and during the breaks, he'd make those announcements. So we, we kind of like helped sell the festivals and, and you know, and plug plug their festival because, you know, we always tried to make it about them and not about the band
1: for sure so you you became a little bit more than just their photographer at that's correct
0: time. correct that was their stage manager to keep the guys on time and eventually I took another role of uh, merchandise
1: with them too so that's all through the
0: years through 16 years
1: sure so. as things evolved you evolved into different positions Sure. so your your job basically the the main job was a photographer so then describe to everyone what your photography duties so you would take pictures and then describe what that looks well, like
0: Well yeah I, w- I would take you know man it, d- it depends on like the night but I'd probably say pr- probably 500 to a 1000 pictures a night and go through them and decide how many of them I wanted to post on the web page we always had like an 80 20 rule 80% of the pictures should be the crowd and 20% should be the band because when you're when you're promoting each show or showing off recapping the night or however you want to say it you want to you want to show the fun you want to show the fans the fans want to go online they want to see themselves they don't want to see you know 10 12 pictures of each band member i mean they they can find those on the band webpage. you know if it's in facebook album or something that represents that night and they were in the crowd the fan they want to go on there and see their friends they want to tag each other they want to like there's me and the guitar player there's me and the lead singer you know they, they want to that's what social media is all about like kind of like spreading the love if that makes sense so i would go through the pictures and edit them and I, of course you know i i learned a lot from uh the, the guy who ran the band jimmy jimmy was jimmy his day job he's a, like a professional like he, he he i think he runs hallmark or dupont or something like that He's a very successful businessman, and he he taught me that you you look at every picture, and you got to ask yourself: Does this picture help the band? Does this picture help the photographer? If it's a question mark, you're not sure. Don't even send it to them for an option to post. Don't just post the post. And I still to this day i I see lots of lots of web pages and photographers, and it's like, oh, why post that picture? Why you know? Everyone has their own opinion. I get that, but if you know if it doesn't show fun or doesn't make the band look better or look like a, like a good time, don't post it.
1: No. And I think that's a good point. It, it's, it's hard for bands, especially I believe, you know, bands that are starting out or they're still trying to make their way and, and, and gain fans. The tendency is to want to just post as many pictures as you can. And so sometimes you get, you know, 50 of the guitar player and the singer Mm -hmm. and two of the audience and they just want to get some pictures up right but in the end that may not be serving the band in the long run
0: right i mean that's a really good point you got to understand too that even even some of the bigger bands some of the best bands out not every not every show is a home run so there's going to be shows where it's dead it's just there's no one there. No, They don't want to dance. Um, So then what you got to do with your pictures is what I like to do is, is like, I learned this actually from, from Gino. He told me, you know, just grab four or five people and pull them on a the dance floor. Get them nice and tight right up by the stage and take that picture. And nine out of ten times, those four people you pulled on the dance floor, they stay on the dance floor. And then two songs later, the whole dance floor is full. It's like you started it. You brought them all there. You know, and then you gotta you gotta crop the pictures so that way you know you don't see an empty dance floor behind or empty seats because like I said, they're all not home runs. Um, you can also go around if you see the band's name on like the main sign or something, take a picture of that. You got the like, concession stands work, working in the stands, take pictures of that. Like you want to show off the whole entire night, not just the band, not just the dance floor. Make it look I, like a recap of the entire. Of the entire day, if that makes right, sense. Right, not just the, just the show. Festival. Correct.
1: No, and that's a good point because I, I've seen you do this and a couple other people where they would take pictures on the grounds and it would be cool photography shots, so to speak, you know, I uh, don't know what you'd call it, uh, what the phrase would be for it, but it's it's an artistic. That's what I think is more of an artistic shot, but mm-hmm. very cool. But it does give the person who's watching, looking at the photos, it gives them a feeling of mm-hmm. being there, right?
0: Right. So, like, you see a little kid, like, eating corn on a cob or something. Oh, Dan Jansen Fest. They got this. They got that. You know, like, they see more than just, oh, there's, of course, there'll be a band. There'll be music. All festivals have that. What makes your festival unique? So, try to get some some pretty cool shots like that.
1: Yeah, and I, I gotta tell you, even for our band, uh, many... A lot of times the pictures of the little kids eating the popcorn get, them, get the most reactions and the most oh, yeah, likes and, and stuff. you know, Because everyone loves just a cute kid just sitting there eating ice cream or popcorn or sitting, you know, a picture with the mom and the kid. You know, that's that tugs at the heartstrings for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then the one thing, too, you got to realize is that picture with that little cute kid is going to get shared by two or three people. The family members of that kid and all they're going to remember is that was it was at a now show. Right. So, so that good memory gets right tied back, right back to you.
1: Absolutely. So as we're talking about what makes for good pictures, what would be your, you know, your top three things that people should focus on if they're going to take the photos themselves or if they're going to hire someone to, to take the photos? What would be the first top couple of things that they should focus on in, as an importance?
0: Okay, I would say the first thing you got to focus on is you got to you got to hire a photographer that has a good eye that that knows what they want and what the band wants because the band some bands have certain visions that they need to share with the photographer like how they want the band to be portrayed. Um number two you got to have a, you got to have a clean quality picture. I mean, I see a lot of good shots but they're just a little blurry or something like that and like you know even the bats take blurry pictures it happens you know um and then the third one is you, you have to hire a photographer that, that actually will do the legwork all the editing like going to a show listening to the music talking to the fans the photographer's not getting paid for that You're, that's the fun part the tough part the part that you actually are earning your money is sitting on the computer and going through it my, my biggest pet peeve with photographers is seeing pictures and you see everyone smiling and you know, every, the pictures all look fun, everything looks great. And then they got big shiny foreheads and noses because the photographer never edited the glare off the flash. I mean, to me, that that's, that's I don't want to say lazy, but it, it's just frustrating to see that. It's like, you know what? You got paid to clean up that picture and you didn't do it. And that's the part that takes the most time.
1: Right. And I think... That would be something that the band, like you said, having this conversation of this is what we're looking for from the photographer, because I think many photographers feel like their job is just to snap the photo and then send send the photo to you. Whereas you're saying that you believe that in that cost of photography should include the basic editing of the photo. Oh, absolutely.
0: I mean, that's what you're getting paid for. Yeah, absolutely. You're getting paid to give them the best quality pictures that you can do. And if you're yeah. gonna give them something that's not edited and looks got shiny foreheads and you know, empty backgrounds because you didn't crop it tight to the shoulders or whatever, you know, to you're 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 doing it an injustice. You're 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 not helping yourself as a photographer and you're not helping the band.
1: Sure. Because if that photo gets posted and it does look a little grainy or something, whereas like myself, I may not see it from the eye that you would see it or that Mm -hmm. a photographer with experience would see it like you or someone else. So if Mm -hmm. I was to see a photo and post it, I might miss something. Like you said, the graininess or the forehead shining a little bit.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's. I even miss them every now and then, but I try my yeah. best not to, you know, cause I like, I feel like I've, I've been trained to the point where like, I can almost like hear Jimmy or Gino, you know, talking and saying, Hey, does this picture going to help the band? And I still, you know, 20, 26 years later, I'm still doing this. I always ask myself that, does this picture help? You know, if I'm not sure, then don't even, if, if it's a question mark, don't even put it in the don't even send it to the band. They don't even know that that exists then.
1: Sure. And that's what happens with us a lot. And especially when you and I work together, it's, you would take 500 photos. You'd send me 45, 50. And it's like, I I already went through them and trust me, these are the best ones.
0: (laughs) That's what it comes down to. And then another thing too, like through the years, I worked about 12 years with uh, um, Dave Hawk and Leanne Hawk over at the Budweiser Pavilion. And they're, they're awesome people and really smart business business businessman, businesswoman, And, you know, Dave taught me a lot too, you know. Regarding, um, he told me, uh, what did he say? He said something to the something to the fact of, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I'm trying to remember what he said. Something like studies have shown that people will only look at 35, 50 pictures max before they they tune out. Like I I see bands that post 150 pictures, you know. God bless. If you want to do that, that's fine. But after, you know, five minutes of scrolling, people, you know, I don't know if we're all ADHD or ADD and we just our focus is like, all right, I'm done with this, you know, so keep it to keep it around 40, you know, but some bands also feel too, that, you know, they'll hire a photographer and pay them good money and post 12 band shots, no crowd. So that's, I mean, that's their choice too, but I don't think that helps the band.
1: Well, I think it's tough sometimes, too, because maybe a photographer would feel like, well, I took all these photos and you only used 30. Mm -hmm. Is there something wrong with what I'm doing? And I think it would be up to the to the band and the photographer, again, have that conversation where it's like, this is what we want the pictures to accomplish. And like you said, people's attention spans are very, very small right now. So I don't, I would never go through 120 pictures myself personally. <laughs> I don't have time for that. And they're, at some point they're going to just look the same, right? hmm hundred percent. Yeah. It's you like, can only like, see so many pictures of the guitar player. Right. And, and singer.
0: Those are our favorite though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they are our favorites. No, I think that's a good point you bring up. And then you had mentioned something about looking at the photo of why you're taking the photo. Like what, what are we using photos for? And so I agree with your philosophy that we're using the photos in order to show the emotion and the funness of the show. And mm-hmm. obviously also to show the band a little bit, like you said, 80-20 rule. I love that rule, 80-20, 80% mm-hmm. crowd, 20% audience. But let's try to focus on why, like Jimmy said, how is this serving the band?
0: Right, right. Um... At the, end, at the end of the day the band hires a photographer to help the band and at the same time the band can actually help the photographer too because like when i when i work with you and i work with other bands i post it i tag you i send you the pictures you usually turn around like instantly 2 minutes later you you forward them to on your pages and you thank teach photography so you know your band your 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 fans are seeing my work and everyone's seeing your, you know your band on my page too so it's it's like you know it's a team it's a teamwork you know you got to put it all together so
1: for sure i also think it takes and this goes in a lot of different you can say this for a lot of different industries it takes someone who is willing to have conversations and take guidance and direction because what i find in this industry a lot in many different areas is a lot of people aren't up for taking direction Mm -hmm. and guidance they feel like because they're in an industry they feel like well who are you to tell me how to do my job when it's just Mm -hmm. it's just the band like you said very early in this conversation it's the band trying to explain what their vision is of what they want right Mm -hmm. and being open enough and not have a big enough ego where you could take that direction and say okay I'm going to take my expertise and give you what you're looking for.
0: Right. Right. It's, you know, constructive criticism is is needed. You know, I mean, it's, and it's difficult. That's a tough pill to swallow when someone says, hey, uh, you know, you're doing this. great. I like this, 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 but maybe do it this way. Maybe do this a little differently. You know, if that person's on board and says, OK, cool. Yeah, I can do that for you. Then you, you got a team player. If you got somebody that's going to fight you on that, you know, you know, then then you don't need that person in your project. I mean, they're not going to help you. They don't have the right attitude.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I agree with that 100 percent. You got to have everyone. What my phrase I use a lot is pulling the wagon in the same direction.
0: Right. Yeah,
1: That's <laughs> what I see. So obviously the band photography is a big thing in this area a lot of bands need it utilize it and it helps to to promote the band but you also do quite a bit of other photography so why don't you speak to a little bit about your you know the other stuff that you do
0: i do i do a little bit of everything i do birthday parties i see a lot of senior pictures you know when, when the time is right i do weddings i got three weddings in june coming up so i i mean i you need you need pictures you need memories uh you know, and I'll, I'll I'll make a package for you. We'll figure something out. If you want prints, I send out and get prints. I do canvases, you, I mean, a little bit of everything. So whatever you need, I can do it. <laughs>
1: yeah. What are some things maybe that people who are looking for wedding photography, what are some things, just like I asked you for the band photography, what are some things that th- would be your like list of things that they should focus on as far as look what to look for in a photographer or in their photos?
0: Well, the biggest thing that that you get with me when you hire Teach Photography is you'll get a copyright release. Now, what the copyright release says is you own the pictures, okay? Uh, you hire me. I do the pictures. I'll put them all on Dropbox and send you a link or I, I can even do little zip thumb drives, whatever, because some people can't figure out Dropbox. <laughs> um, but you own the pictures. So sometimes... I hear people say, "Oh, I got this photographer." They were a little bit cheaper, and there, there might be, there are cheaper photographers. they are more expensive photographers than me, um, but you got to be careful with that because if they own the rights to your pictures, they can charge you fifty bucks for one four by six print because they own, you know, they own the rights. They're the photographer. See, so I give a copyright release saying they're all yours. I don't put any watermarks or teach photography all over the pictures. Like even I, that's a little pet peeve of mine, you know, and that's just my own personal, if you hire me, even for your band or for anything, they're your pictures. I'm not putting my name all over it. Um, I don't even need it in the corner or any of that. If the band or whoever's using them wants to mention me and tag me in a post, that's great. If they don't, that's fine too. You know, because you know, the way I look at it is like, they hired me for a job. I did my job. Here's the pictures. Job's over. Hopefully, we'll do more jobs in the future. So I I don't need that. You know, like they got to mention my name. I know some people get really touchy over that. At the end of the day, with bands, um, and I don't mean to sound disrespectful. You know, the bands are playing other people's music. Okay, like a lot of them are cover bands we work for. So if it's going in a magazine, yeah, I I I'd like my name on that because I took the picture. But I don't I don't need that that what's the right word i can't think of the right word recognition i don't need the recognition you know from from the cover band whether they want to say it or not you know it's not the end of the world i know some photography get really worked up over that it's just kind of baffling to me it's like you know you're taking their you're taking their money they're paying you so they can do whatever they want with your with their pictures They're, they're not my pictures but no for weddings though um make sure you get a copyright release um, I have many packages. I have, you know, two hour weddings all the way to all day, one photographer, two photographers, the whole bells and whistles, backdrops, hats and mustaches. And, you you know, you name it. We, Of course, the more you want, you know, the more it costs because, you know, I got to pace a, a second. I have a good, really good second shooter. I use Julie Geist. She's she's amazing. There's a lot of great shooters too. a lot of the photographers that I bring along as my my second shooters. So. So they kind of just at the receptions when I need them, they just kind of sit on the chair they run the little fun backdrop with the hats and mustaches and silly signs and stuff. You know, I came for the beer. I loved her first, all the goofy stuff and, you know, fun things. And she sits there and takes, takes pictures. And at the end of the day, it's just my backup camera. It goes home with me. And then I get to do all the editing.
1: <laughs> nice. What about, uh, you do a uh, high school, uh, senior photos and stuff like that? Or any, any tips for people looking to get in, you know, need to get the, some of those senior photos taken?
0: Well, for senior pictures, uh, first of all, um, have a plan of what you want. A lot of times uh, clients, I've had clients show up, especially the boys, the guys, where like they've literally reached into their front pocket and pulled out their shirt and, you know, they're unfolding it as they're putting it on and they're basically doing this photo shoot for their mom. Cause moms want it and they hate it. Cause guys are like, whatever, but just have a plan. Like uh, I think the most successful ones are when someone like comes in with the Pinterest and different ideas. Like I always have like 10, 12 options on my phone and I would show the clients, you know, these are some poses we could do or anything you want. We, you know, they have different, you know, um, wardrobe changes and a lot of times people want to go to some fancy places for photo shoots and they don't realize that it costs a lot of money to shoot at the domes or you know if you want to go to um the botanical gardens in whitnell you got you got to buy permits and all that so a lot of times people just show up thinking hey we'll just meet there and then you tell them hey did you get a permit no so some of those you know just be prepared i think you know have a plan
1: do you have do you have it a lot of times i'm sure you do where parents will come in and they know exactly what they want they know exactly the poses mm-hmm. they want they know what to have what they're going to wear <laughs> i'm mm-hmm. sure you have some parents that come in there and they, they they've oh, thought yeah. about this oh, for yeah. quite a long time
0: oh yeah especially for uh for senior shoots a lot a lot of the times everything is all scripted like, we want this 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 i want six six shots with that shirt and with this one or whatever you want and to me those those go the smoothest for the most part but then as we're walking around if it's a park or whatever like i'm always looking and saying oh that's a cool looking tree over there or you know like i always throw it out there and then you know we always take and i always tell them i always say this you know worst case scenario we don't use it you know like that won't be the the, the million dollar shot that you're going to use for your senior picture worst case scenario but you know, and then I always uh, what I always try to do, and the moms always laugh at this one, is at the very end I always try to get a picture of the mom and the kid. Oh, you know, I hear that I didn't wear my makeup and this. And I'm like, who cares? We won't post it. You just you just need this picture in the memories of your child seeing your picture. So I always make sure I get one with the with the parents with the kid, whether they like it or not.
1: <laughs> well, I think that's a great idea because it, it gives them a memory of the day. Sure. And so they. This is the day when we not only we get have all the pictures of their kid in the photos, but then also a picture of them there getting the photo with them. And I think that's a great idea, even no makeup or not.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. It's it's something to remember way down the line. So,
1: so what do you think? Obviously, gear photography gear has changed mm-hmm. so if any photography gear heads are gonna check out this podcast they might be interested in having you kind of maybe just talk briefly about what you've seen uh, how things have changed for the gear maybe some things that have made things easier maybe there's some up-and-coming photographers that might gain from some experience of yours on mm-hmm. gear
0: well i just the first thing the, the the most important thing i think you need to do is you really need to learn your camera you need to really like like, like buy a starter, Like, I, I like Canon, I'm a big Canon fan. So one of those Canon Rebel series, you know, you can get a decent Canon Rebel series for 250 bucks or so, and just actually just go out and practice it, adjust the settings, put it on manual, adjust the light you can let in and let out. Just, just get familiar with how a camera actually works before you start going out and spending crazy money on a camera. Because a lot of cameras for the most part are pretty similar. Now, um, I I just purchased a new one. I got a Canon R5. I got a new uh, mirrorless one. So there's no mirror on there for like any type of reflection because most of the cameras all used to have mirrors on them. Now I have a mirrorless one and I'm still learning it. It's a little bit different. Um, uh, I sold my last one. My last one was a 5DS. I sold to my buddy Hector who takes some great pictures for Bella Kane. Um, so I sold him my old one. Now he's got a he's got a good backup too now. So um just yeah, just go out and practice and and, and just, believe it or not, you can learn a lot on YouTube actually. You just do watch YouTube tutorials and like you know, I had I had some questions or even I every now and then I'll I'll call on some friends and say, Hey, you know, I'm I'm trying to figure out this. What what would you suggest? And you know, and then I get a little feedback, which which helps too. So we all wanna like kind of help each other, you know
1: yeah i think because a gear changes i'm sure in the photography world just like it does in the the musical instrument world gear is constantly changing and constantly upgrading and and new things are coming out and you know so i think it helps to be able to to have other people to kind of talk with and have an open conversation hey you know have you tried this what did you how did you work this what did you think of this probably the same thing in the photography world right
0: yeah it's 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 very very similar um one thing, the people who make all the cameras, they're really smart, too, because, like, the last camera I got rid of was a Canon, so I bought a Canon, now, a mirrorless one, but I was thinking I had to, like, get all new lenses because I've got, like, five different lenses and pretty good amount of money in it, you know. Do you see those photographers walking around with those little monster monster lens those big guys are around two thousand bucks so you know if you want to have to go and buy another one just because your camera's mirrorless now that would be frustrating so they have a little adapter device that you know it's like a 150 fifty dollar device you put on there and then now all of a sudden all my old lenses from my old camera work perfectly on my brand new camera which is kind of nice so um yeah everything kind of goes hand in hand um which, which helps because that way, you know, I think they'll make a lot more sales too by doing it that way.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you mentioned the YouTube thing. I mean, in this day and age, I think for people to not have knowledge and, and at least a base knowledge in a subject is really kind of weird to me because there's so much you can learn on the internet. Now we've never been in an age of information like we are today. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I installed my garbage disposal by watching a YouTube video.
0: <laughs> That's like... yeah. yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? So
1: Totally, totally.
0: You can, you can learn a lot. You can learn, I mean, even like photo editing. I mean, people, you can do, you know, if you want to put a shadow behind a picture, you can type in, how do I put a shadow behind a picture in Photoshop or something like that on YouTube, and all of a sudden it'll show you step by step exactly how to do it. It's pretty crazy. It's it's pretty cool actually. Save you hours and hours of trying to figure it out on your own.
1: That's for sure. Yeah, and I think it helps people that are getting into it can can really go and and at least get a starting point where they can start to practice like you said, just get getting in the reps, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you you would know of all people in order to get good on guitar, you got hours and hours and hours of practice. So <laughs> same thing with yeah. the camera.
1: Yeah. I think everything, any, any type of uh, activity that you do, you got to put in the time for it, for sure. So speaking of time, now you have, uh, you have not retired. You at one point were retiring. I, I did because you...
0: we were, we were ready to start, start the old family. And uh, unfortunately, you know, after 20, 24 weeks, we lost our baby girl. So, um, but the good news is, you know, we, God was good and we, we got two healthy baby girls so you know the family's doing well so i've cut back a little bit but now uh the price of living has changed a little bit so i'm already starting to fill up the schedule already i got a couple festivals like delafield days already get dan jansen on the books was talking with greendale um got some with 33 rpm i got a show next friday with was bruce city bruce city rockers i think they're called um, something like that. They're at the, the old AJ's, the tipsy, tipsy turtle. Or, yeah. So and then I got a, um, uh, I got a, com- uh, like a, a, a company awards show. Um, Jenny, Jenny King, a cleaning company that I do every year. So I, I, am filling it up a little bit. So yeah, I took a little time, but now I'm slowly getting back into it, you know? So yeah, I enjoy it too much. So and my wife's awesome. She, she takes care of a, a lot when I'm gone. So I give
1: her a lot of credit. I think that's a good point is I've often said that anyone who's passionate about something, they'll go through periods in their life where they have to slow it down or maybe put it on the back burner uh, in order to focus more on something a little more important at the time. But I think you always get back to doing some level of your love, whatever your passion is. Yeah. And I think you're you're built the same way is that you're going to be doing some photography at some level because this is what you love right. to do.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, even like, like you said, it. you hit the nail on the head. My buddy, Mark, who used to be longtime uh, lead singer, of sweet tarts, you know, he, I told him that I was going to be done, you know, and he's like, you'll be back. He's like, you'll take a little time, but you'll be back. And he was a hundred percent. Right so yeah it's i mean it's just i think it's just inside me you know it's like i enjoy festivals i enjoy you know i was at woodman's last weekend and i saw a couple and they came up to hey teach how you doing and they used to follow the toys religiously and he's telling me he's pointing over by the grapes where my wife's right over there so it's like you just see so many people you know it's like it's so cool because you know like everybody's like all connected through music oh
1: 100 i mean i yeah, for sure. Everyone you see is just all connected through the love of music. And so you have a role in that, capturing the night, capturing the emotion of the love and the music. We have a role as the performer to provide that artistry so people can love that. And then the audience has a role in it to just get wrapped up in the moment. And so we're all just in this big group of people enjoying the moment, right?
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, just forget about life for a while. (laughs)
1: Have some fun. Well, I think photography is is key to, I think any band that's out there should really try to put a budget together for photography. I really think photography helps uh, propel a band to another level because it does get people to be interested in seeing the show and it gets people to give a little bit of vibe of what the band's about. Even if they've never seen the band, Mm -hmm. they can get somewhat of a vibe by seeing the photos, and definitely if they can get some video, like you provide video too as well for everyone you work with.
0: Yeah, I, I try to get two or three videos on there, uh, even though I've I've gotten an earful from other photographers saying, you know, uh, you know, you're doing video and pictures, but you're just charging for the one. And I'm like, nah, I, I try, I try to get a little two three clips in there for you guys too. So, but
1: um, yeah, right. No, you always do that, and but that's. I mean, if, if we only did what we were getting paid for, none of us in this industry or any industry would be doing hardly anything, right? We all yeah. do more than we're expected to do or more than we're being paid to do. But we do that because we love it, right?
0: Right. You got you gotta do it because you want to do a good job because then you you want the same person that hired you to give you a couple more dates, and before you know it, you know, you got that working
1: relationship. Yeah, and I don't think any of us really do it strictly for the money.
0: No, no. It's it's more of a it's more of a like a get away from the problems of life. You had you had fun out there, you listen to music, you to talk to people, you take pictures and do something that you enjoy. You forget about life for a while.
1: <laughs> so Absolutely, absolutely. All right, my friend. Great interview. I so appreciate your time. I think you thanks, gave man. everyone a lot of value here, uh, photographers, people in bands, people getting ready to do some senior photos, and definitely the wedding season's coming up. going to be busy for you and stuff. Oh, so yeah. I appreciate your time and uh, right, appreciate buddy. having yeah. you on the show. Well, thanks, for Thanks for having me. Good luck to you. All right. Brian Netterfield from Teach Photography. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. You're listening to The Rossa Report.